Hello, this is Jude from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Tuesday, the 19th of October. India recorded over 13,000 new coronavirus cases and 164 linked deaths in the last 24 hours. The total COVID tally now stands over 3 crore, 40 lakh, while the death toll stands at over 4 lakh, 52,000. Over 98 crore COVID vaccines have been administered since the beginning of the inoculation drive in January, of which over 87 lakh were given yesterday. As India races towards the 100 crore mark in COVID-19 vaccination, Prime Minister Narendra Modi expressed confidence that India's vaccination program will prove to be the most effective in the fight against the COVID-19 pandemic. On Monday, the PM congratulated the people of Uttarakhand as the state completed the administration of the first dose of the coronavirus vaccine to all eligible persons in the state. Meanwhile, as India awaits a not for Bharat Biotech's vaccine Covaxin, the World Health Organization yesterday said it cannot cut corners in making a decision. The WHO said on Twitter and I quote, We are aware that many people are waiting for WHO's recommendation for Covaxin to be included in the COVID-19 emergency use listing, but we cannot cut corners. Unquote. Globally, COVID-19 has infected over 240 million people so far, claiming the lives of over 4.89 million according to Johns Hopkins University. Today, the National Investigation Agency, or the NIA, took over the investigation of targeted killings in Jammu and Kashmir. The agency is expected to take over inquiries into the killings of Makhan Lal Bindru, Virendar Paswan, Supinder Kaur, and Deepak Chand, as well as that of two labourers in Bihar, NDTV reported. Security forces have detained about 900 people for alleged links to separatist outfits like jamaat e islami and the Resistance Front, which is believed to be an offshoot of Lashkar-e-Taiba. Meanwhile, a new terror outfit called People's Anti-Fascists Front claimed responsibility for the attacks in Pooch district, where nine soldiers have died since last week, the Hindu reported. In a widely shared video, the leader of People's Anti-Fascists Front claims that on October 11th, when five of the nine soldiers died in Pooch, the militants took away the bag belonging to Sepoy, Harjit Singh. However, an unidentified source from the army has dismissed the video, calling it an immature attempt at propaganda. The army said that it has launched a search operation in the forest areas of Pooch and Rajori to track down the militants and thereby verify things on the ground. At least 11 deaths were reported in Uttarakhand today, taking the toll due to rain-related incidents in the state to 16. Uttarakhand has been battered by rains since Sunday, leading to floods, landslides and destruction of property, the Indian Express reported. Chief Minister Pushkar Singh Dhami, who has cancelled all his scheduled events to monitor the situation, said three army helicopters would join the rescue operations. Two have been sent to Nenital and one to Gharwal region. At least 10 teams of the National Disaster Response Force, NDRF, have already been deployed in the state to conduct rescue operations. Of these, there are two teams in Uttarkashi and one team each in Dehradun, Chamoli, Almora, Pitorghad, Haridwar and Gadarpur. Prime Minister Narendra Modi spoke to Dhami and Union Minister Ajay Bhatt this morning to take stock of the situation. The India Meteorological Department has predicted extremely heavy rainfall in parts of the state today. The IMD also forecasts heavy rains for three days beginning October 20th in several parts of Kerala. The state government has alerted the downstream areas of the Iduki Dam, including the suburban areas of Kochi. The evacuation of the families likely to be affected by the flash floods has also started. Today, as a precautionary measure, water was released from the Edoki Dam, the state's largest reservoir, accounting for more than 93% of its live storage capacity. This is the second time that water is being released from the reservoir, the largest in the state and one of the highest arch dams in Asia. The shutters of Kaki Dam on Monday were opened after the alert. 
State Minister Sajid Cheryan, who is overseeing the relief measures in Alapuza district, said that as the Kaki Dam was opened, vigil has been maintained in Chenganur, Pandanad and Thiravandur. In addition to the two teams of the NDRF, fishermen have also been roped in for rescue operations. Sajid Cheryan said, and I quote, 23 fishermen groups are in the field. Service of more fishermen would be ensured. Unquote. According to the State Disaster Management Authority, the death toll from rain-related incidents has risen to 38 since October 12th. NDRF and the Navy recovered more bodies from the debris at Kutikil in Kotayam district and Kokayar in the neighbouring Iduki district, while 13 bodies were recovered from the landslide-hit area of Plapali in Kutikil Panchayat. Nine were retrieved from Kokayar. Yesterday, as rain abated and rescue operations resumed, the body of seven-year-old Sachu Shahul was the last to be found. The Uttar Pradesh police has arrested four more persons, including a BJP worker, in connection with the violence in Lakhimpur Keri on October 3rd, the NDTV reported. With this, a total of 10 people have been arrested in the case. On October 9th, Union Minister Ajay Mishra's son, Ashish Mishra, was arrested by a special investigation team after 11 hours of questioning. The FIR states that Ashish Mishra was sitting on the left side of a car that crushed people in the crowd at Lakhimpur Keri. According to the FIR, he allegedly fired his weapon as the vehicle hit some of the protesters. Apart from Mishra, the other accused people, Ashish Pandey, Lafkush, Shekhar Bharti, Ankit Das and Latif were his alleged accomplices. Listeners, if you've been following the news since the Lakhimpur Keri incident, you might have seen a spate of misleading narratives being presented as news. But here at News Laundry, our reporters Nidhi Suresh and Shivangi Saxena were on the ground in Lakhimpur, bringing you facts and substance. On October 3rd, three cars rammed into a crowd of protesting farmers in Uttar Pradesh's Lakhimpur Keri. Two of these cars belonged to Union Minister Ajay Kumar Mishra. Eyewitnesses allege that the minister's son, Ashish Mishra, was in one of the three cars. The incident and the violence in its aftermath left eight people dead. Four farmers, two BJP workers, a driver of one of the vehicles and a journalist. News Laundry takes you through what's happened so far. Who is Ashish Mishra and who are the eight people who died? Read our reports under the section Lakhimpur Keri Violence. To read the reports in Hindi, go to hindi.newslaundry.com. Do remember, we don't depend on governments, corporations or advertisers because we have subscribers supporting us and the work that we do. If you are not a part of News Laundry already, click the red subscribe button on the top right corner of the website. Subscription is as low as 300 rupees a month only. Pay to keep news free. Veteran diplomat Zalme Khalilzad resigned as the United States Special Representative for Afghanistan Reconciliation less than two months after the U.S. forces withdrew from Afghanistan, the AFP reported. In a letter to U.S. Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, Khalilzad said that he wanted to make way in the new phase of our Afghanistan policy. He acknowledged that the political arrangements between the civilian government in Afghanistan and the Taliban did not go forward as envisaged. He said, and I quote, the reasons for this are too complex and I will share my thoughts in the coming days and weeks. Khalil Zad had led the US talks with the Taliban that culminated in the Doha Agreement of February 2020, under which the US government had agreed to withdraw its troops from the country in 14 months while the Taliban had agreed to cut ties with Al-Qaeda. He, however, faced criticism after the Taliban took over the government in the country by ousting the regime led by former Afghan President Ashraf Ghani. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. 
catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.